the geek visions podcast the podcast that is dedicated to the big three of visual media that being film video games and television and this year we have ourselves another edition of news drop bringing you the biggest stories from our big three for the month or you know half of the month or from the last month depending on when i actually (laughs) when i actually get them out So this news drop is going to cover some of the big stories from the start to the mid of January 2022. And this will be the uh, the second episode of our, of our season two uh, here for the next year. So we got quite a bit to talk about here. So let's go right into a rundown of what we'll be talking about here today. On the film side, we have the Batman rating and runtime revealed. Some updates on the sequel for Heat, uh, a Reared Al Yankovic biopic. And we also have a in Morandum section at the very end. On the video game side, we've got some huge news coming from Microsoft. Uh, also some huge news coming from uh, Raven Software. Our first look at WWE 2K22 and a new featurette from Horizon 2. And on TV, we have ourselves an update on the so an update on things moving forward for the MonsterVerse. Uh, we've got a couple of revivals that are happening. Uh, we got a couple a couple trailers and some casting news from the Ashoka series, and then we have yet another in random section. So, without further ado, let's drop right into the news. So to start off, DC's The Batman had its rating and runtime revealed. The Matt Reeves-directed superhero film is going to be rated PG-13 to uh, to about nobody's surprise. Uh, there was some hope that it would be rated R, especially due to the success of Deadpool and Joker, but it seems like they took the safe bet and just made it PG-13. Also, the reveal of the runtime was also released as the Batman will be clicking in at a whopping two hours and 56 minutes, not counting credits. Uh, so the nearly three hour film is going to be the longest Batman movie to date, beating out the previous record holder, which was Christopher Nolan's The Dark Knight Rises. So the Batman is going to be released on March 4th. So make sure you take your bathroom break before you sit down for showtime. Next, one of the greatest crime films in history is getting a sequel nearly 30 years later. In the form of a novel. So Heat 2 is coming in book form. Uh, It's going to be written by Michael Mann. And it will act as both a sequel and prequel to the 1995 classic. Uh, it's going to tell the story before and after the events of the film, clearly. Uh, Heat was directed by writer Michael Mann, so it's him returning to write this novel of the, of, from the, for the sequel of the film he directed. Uh, so yeah, it was directed by Michael Mann. It starred Robert De Niro, Al Pacino, Val Kilmer, 
and Ashley Judd. So Heat 2, the novel, is going to release on August 9th. I'm not going to lie, I was kind of like, should I include this in the news drop since it's technically like a book? But due to the fact that it is an actual canon true sequel to a film, I decided why not? Just, just, just throw it in there. All right, next up, we are getting a biopic all about Grammy Award-winning comedic musician Weird Al Yankovic. Now, the film has just now found its leading man, and that man will be none other than Daniel Radcliffe. The actor has pretty much made his entire post-powder career being strange and unorthodox roles. I mean, look no further than Swiss Army Man and Guns Akimbo, if you doubt that. And he seems to be continuing this as he'll be taking on the main role as portraying Real Al Yankovic in the biopic. The movie, which is titled Weird, the Weird Al Yankovic story, is going to be the first biopic by Roku and is produced by Funny or Die and Tango. Uh, no release date just yet, but uh, I've always loved Weird Al Yankovic, so I'm pretty, pretty excited to see where this, uh, where this goes. It's going to pretty much span his whole career, his ups and his down. So that's going to be a really interesting thing to see. And next up, sadly, we have a lot of sad news coming out of Hollywood this month, uh, continuing on from last month. Um, a lot of, uh, yeah, a lot of, a lot of pioneers in the industry uh, are passing away here in a very short time frame. First, we have French actor Gaspard Ulliel, who passed away due to a skiing accident. Ulliel was known for his roles in French films, The Princess of Mont... The Princess of Montpensier, A Very Long Engagement, and Saint Laurent. His role on Hannibal Rising brought him more attention in the U.S., and he will have two post-humorous roles in the film More Than Never, and in the upcoming Disney Plus series, Moon Knight. He was 37. Next, musician and cult film actor Meatloaf has also passed away. Real name, Marvin Lee Aday. He was known for his best-selling and critically acclaimed albums, Bat Out of Hell, and Bat Out of Hell 2, Back Into Hell. He was, he's known for his appearances in film, most notably films Fight Club, Wayne's World, and the Rocky Horror Picture Show. He was 74. We will have more in Miranda's sections in the TV section. So moving onward to video games. In a massive move, Microsoft has outright purchased Activision Blizzard for the for the low price of 69 billion dollars the deal has been approved and it will be finalized in 2023 now activision blizzard is one of the largest gaming companies and owns the ips of some of the most well-known uh, properties in video game that includes call of duty world of warcraft overwatch diablo the tony hawk series crash and Spyro. This move puts Microsoft at the third largest game gaming company, now behind Sony at number two and Tencent as number one. 
Now, there have been some worry about what this means for Sony and PlayStation, um, as this combined with Bethesda now makes a lot of usually multi-platform games now all under the umbrella of Microsoft. Now, I personally think that um, all parties involved probably view as like there's going to be way too much money left on the table to make a lot of things just exclusive to Xbox, especially when we're talking about things like, you know, uh, Call of Duty. You know, there's going to be way too much money to be made if you just make that an Xbox exclusive. So clearly I'm thinking that all of this is just going to make the Xbox Game Pass so much stronger. It's going to make that so much more valuable because I think that's just that's primarily what everything is going to be. It's just going to take this entire library of um, Activision Blizzard's uh, library and put that all on the Xbox Game Pass, which is just make it that much more lucrative. And I'm not uh, uh, honestly, that's Xbox Game Pass is thinking like the best deal in gaming right now. For ten bucks a month, you just get all these games from everything from Microsoft to now include everything from Bethesda. Now you add in everything from Activision Blizzard for just ten bucks a month. You can play these games, and they put up and they put games on there literally when they release. So instead of spending, you know, sixty or seventy bucks to uh, buy Call of Duty, then you can just play ten bucks a month and still play it. And even and it's better because even if you don't even like it, you could just not play it anymore, and you didn't spend you know sixty seventy bucks on this game that you didn't even turns out you didn't even like. So, yeah, Xbox Game Pass seemed like the best deal in gaming right now. Um, to kind of go off on a tangent there, I just want to bring up something really quick. Uh, there's been rumors for months now that Sony PlayStation is planning to release um, their own version of Game Pass. You know, something where it's obviously more um, Sony PlayStation in-house games that you'd be available to play um, from just a... a like a cloud or streaming service or something. Um, they did have PlayStation now, but PlayStation now actually PlayStation now was based off more of a cloud service. So you can either download or stream the games outright. But, uh, I believe game pass is more of like a, uh, it's more of like a library. So you don't, you don't actively stream the games to play them. You can just download them straight from there and play them like that. PlayStation now had something similar, but it was more of a streaming thing. So, like, if you were if you were like me, and your internet was kind of trash, it made playing those games like impossible because it would never be able to hold a stable connection. Also, the library was very kind of the library on there was kind of whack too. Like, it didn't have the greatest games on there. But uh, yeah, recently uh, I believe Sony sent out uh, a message to like GameStop that. To remove all of the uh, PlayStation Now prepaid cards, so you know you can go and just buy it and just buy like um, a, a voucher that gives you like you know three months of PlayStation Now. They're starting to remove those, and they want all those removed by like um, before the end of January. So we might be getting an actual confirmation on that pretty soon. So we'll have to see. And I have to say, like I I hope they do because. Like I said, Game Pass seems like the best deal in gaming right now. And this just makes that so much better. But moving on, speaking of Activision Blizzard, um, back to some of the uh, 
to some of the bad news for them at least for the big wigs over there but good news for the workers and possibly just good news for the gaming um workforce in general um the staff that staged a walkout at uh, raven software has moved forward on a vote to unionize uh back in december employees of raven studios walked out of work uh, to speak out against uh many qa testers being laid off um unceremoniously um a few uh a while back so they staged a walkout and it kind of spread from their studio to other game studios gained a bunch of support from uh from game developers and workers and now they're just taking things one step further they have formed the uh the games workers alliance uh making them the first major game studio to unionize so that is fantastic and wonderful news um they're pushing of course for better working conditions and representation after all of the terrible things that have been coming out about the inner workings of Activision Blizzard for months now. So like I said, very some good news for the first steps of 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 uh having game developers creating a union and another step forward to making sure that terrible crap like what's happened there for months now does not happen again and more job security for those people. So great news coming out of there finally some good news to come out of activision blizzard so yeah next up 2k games have get has given us a first small very small very brief glance at the upcoming wwe 2k22 uh, it was very short on gameplay showing brief looks at superstars like uh naomi ray ripley ray mysterio John Cena, Bianca Belair, The Street Profits, Drew McIntyre, and Roman Reigns. Uh, the whole gimmick of the of the preview was just to kind of showcase that the superstars are working in conjunction with the developers. So it was very it was very gimmicky. But some small screenshots, some small little first looks, um, and pretty much to ensure that this game is actually coming along. WWE 2K22 is the return of the wrestling simulation video game after it took a hiatus last year after the massive disastrous launch of 2K20. So it took a whole year off, didn't make anything, and they've just been working on this the whole time. So WWE 2K22 is scheduled to release on March 8th. And next up, finally, uh, Guerrilla Games has put out a new featurette for Horizon Forbidden West. Uh, the featurette showcases the cast on the game, uh, like returning actors Ashley Birch, who plays uh, lead character Aloy, Lance Reddick playing Silence, John McMillan playing Varro, and John Hopkins playing Erend. They also showcased new characters joining the game, such as Noshir Dowell playing Kotalo and Carrie Ann Moss playing character named Tilda. Horizon Forbidden West releases on February 18th on the PS4 and the PS5. The game I'm looking forward to very much. I'm currently replaying the first one to get ready for that one. So that's so yeah, I'm getting ready for that one. And next up, finally, television. Apple TV is bringing the MonsterVerse to the small screen. An origin series is coming to the streaming site, written by Chris Black and Matt Fraction. 
The series will follow a family investigating the company Monarch and its ties to uh, the giant monsters <laughs> roaming the cities and the planet. Uh, so this is going to be a direct spinoff and more than likely going to be completely canon from the movie verse. Um, it doesn't seem like it's going to be too focused on like obviously the big monster stuff of like the Godzilla and the Kong movies. So it's like going to be more smaller and more focused on uh, the human side of that aspect. But of course, we'll have to see what happens in the actual series. Next up, a trio of shows are getting the, the sequel slash revival treatment uh, that's becoming very popular now. Uh, first off is Justified, the Western crime drama that aired on FX from 2010 to 2015. Uh, the revival titled Justified City Primeval will see star Timothy Oliphant return as U.S. Marshal Raylan Givens. Eight years, and it will take place eight years after the original series. Disney Plus is bringing back The Santa Claus. The 90s Christmas film will have a series with star Tim Allen returning as Scott Calvin on the eve of his 65th birthday, finding a suitable replacement to take over his responsibilities as, well, The Santa Claus. <laughs> uh, the Santa Claus had a trilogy of films released from 1994 to 2006 so no word yet on when the exact the exact time this sequel will be coming neither on the justified revival either and finally king of the hill is getting the same treatment uh creators mike judge and christopher daniels are bringing the series back on their bandera production label uh details at this point are still very light and still under wraps but it will be good to see the Hills and the entire Arlen gang all back together again. King of the Hill is an adult animated sitcom that aired on Fox, mostly from 1997 to 2010. I tell you what, it, like low key, King of the Hill is a show that I have to like <laughs> give a massive apology to. When I was a kid, I did not like King of the Hill at all. I like freaking like despise that show but now that i'm older and i watch it now and i like freaking understand because like it it was always the fact that it wasn't like a in your face kind of humor like a simpsons or a family guy but now that i've gotten older i realized that bro king of the hill was king of the hill was the truth like <laughs> like the they made the situation the, the comedy of it just came from the fact that it was so rooted in like real stuff and that's actually what made it work like just life and you know uh, adulthood and and growing up and having these really kind of weird characters like it, it like as i've gotten older I, i've come to appreciate it for what it truly is and yeah i'll be happy to see this come back this isn't the only one that's coming back too i believe there, there's also a beavis and butthead um, return movie coming to Paramount Plus as well. So this one is probably also going to come out on Paramount Plus whenever it's done. Uh, but like I said, things are very just kind of kept under wraps right now. So not a lot of details at the moment. Next up, we've got a few trailers for some upcoming shows. Uh, two animated Amazon video originals for that matter. Uh,
First, the boys animated spinoff titled The Boys Diabolical. Uh, the Boys Diabolical is going to be an anthology series taking place in the world of the series The Boys. Uh, sort of telling different stories with each episode. Um, not a lot of details about it yet, but it was going to release on March 4th, uh, just a few months before season three of The Boys releases. So I might, I might check this out, see how it goes. Um, next, Legend of Vox Machina an adult animated fantasy series. Uh, what's really cool about this is that it's actually based on the hit D&D live streams of Critical Role, which has a bunch of voice actors playing D&D. And this is just going to be um, those, advent those, uh, those adventures of their Dungeons & Dragons team just now in animated form. And of course, the voice actors are going to be voicing their actual characters. So... That is super dope. And Critical Role is something I've been wanting to check out for years now. And some reason still to this day <laughs> hasn't really checked it out. Probably because it just seems like it's so far along and so deep into where it is now. I feel like trying to jump in from the start is going to be quite a tool, quite a quite a task. But now I have this so I can just watch this and check it out. So, yeah, I'm hyped for this. Uh, Legend of Vox Machina comes out on January 28th. And finally, Disney Plus gave the first trailer for the series Moon Knight. The Egyptian mythology-based hero with DID has some changes from the comics I see from uh, in the series, but I feel like he's such a, a lesser-known character that it's really fine. But uh, yeah, I liked what I've seen so far. The suit looks good. Uh, they definitely seem to be dipping into more of like the the, the psychological stuff and really kind of tackling his uh his mental issues. So this looks like it's going to be very interesting. Uh, Moon Knight is coming out on March thirtieth, so pretty 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 soon. All right, and now our last bit of our in memorandum section. Um. We have uh, two stand-up comics here. Uh, first, stand-up comic and actor Louis Anderson has passed away uh, due to complications with a form of blood cancer. Besides his work in stand-up, he is known for the animated series Life with Louis, which won two daytime Emmys, and for the comedic drama Baskets, which he starred in opposite of Zach Galifianakis, which he was nominated uh, for, which he was nominated for daytime Emmy for three times. He was 68. And then another comic and actor has also passed away. Bob Saget, the stand-up comic, is well known for his TV roles in Full House and the spinoff Fuller House as Danny Trainer, as well as the host of America's Funniest Home Videos and the voice of narration in the sitcom How I Met Your Mother. Bob Saget was 65. So yet another slew of Hollywood actors who've passed away in a very short time frame. Rest in peace. And with that, that is it for this edition of News Drop. As always, thank you so very much for listening. I appreciate it. Appreciate you taking out the time out of your busy days, I'm sure, to sit here, or, or maybe not so busy. <laughs> we, we still have a, uh, have a bit of a pandemic going around. So, uh, so, you know, <laughs> probably still just you know probably still not very much to do 
right now. So, but anyway, thank you so much for listening. I appreciate it all. Uh, make sure you follow and subscribe on all of the platforms, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, um, Pandora Music. I still haven't checked out if I've gotten, if I've gotten onto, um, Amazon Podcast yet. I have to check that out. But I do know about Google Podcasts. So listen to that too. Listen to it on there as well. Um, feel free to leave a like, a rating, a comment if you can, whatever, to let me know how I'm doing and to help me improve this so that it gets better. Besides the the scheduling stuff, because <laughs> I know that's like the main thing. But uh, yeah. So coming up, I've gotten I've got two reviews. Uh, one is a full in depth review. That should be coming around the weekend. And in the middle of the week, we'll be dropping a, uh, a let's talk about it, basically. Uh, we'll be talking about Dexter New Blood, which wrapped up uh, a few weeks ago. So I'll be talking about my thoughts and my feelings on that. And from there on, I'm, I'm thinking of some kind of uh, side quest and subplots, maybe a ranking or or something or or something. I'm still working on it. We'll see. But uh, yeah, so for this week, we got a let's talk about it, Dexter Newblood, and a review dropping over the weekend. The review is going to be of the new series, uh, Yellow Jackets, Showtime other uh, show that they paired with Dexter Newblood. Uh, Yellow Jackets, season one wrapped up uh, about a week ago. So I'll be having my full review on that one. That show is crazy. I'll just let you, I'll just let you guys know that now. So yeah. Like I said, follow, subscribe, so you can be alert when those drop. And as always, always just keep remembering to stay awesome. I forgot my own <laughs> closing tagline. Keep watching, keep playing, and stay awesome. I need to write that down somewhere. <laughs> Until next time, guys, I will see you later. Goodbye.